What is up my beautiful human? In this episode, we are discussing the differences between spirituality and religion and the energetics behind them both. And this is something that's going to totally blow your mind, especially if you have been in the conflict and the struggle between religion and spirituality and feeling like you have to be forced into a certain box of one or the other. So buckle up, let's do it. What is up, you beautiful human being? This podcast is designed to create a safe space to talk about trauma because trauma is one of those things that we get shamed on sometimes and we don't want to share with anybody and we internalize it. And when you internalize pain and don't process through and out of it, then it's going to stick with you in your DNA forever. So this is MetaHealing.me and I am your podcast host, Rachel Hunter. I'm sharing real life experiences and also feedback on what you can do to have peace right now. As you are committing to your healing process, you're going on the healing journey, you're doing all the things you might notice some differences. And one of those is as you heal, you become more spiritual. And I'm gonna break down the differences between what religion is and how it's man-made and then also the energetics of spirituality and kind of how they work together and against each other at the same time, okay? So as you're going on this healing journey, you are discovering more of yourself, you're awakening, you're connecting more to source. And this is one of the beautiful side effects of going through the trauma healing, that you are digging through the pain of the past, you're getting dirt underneath your fingernails, you are really getting in the thick of it. And as you do this, what happens is you discover who you are, your purpose, your mission, your vision, you feel aligned with source energy, with the universe, and you just feel amazing and flow, unstoppable. And what it comes down to are a few fundamentals, and we're going to go into that in just a moment. So that's one of the beautiful side effects of healing is that you you gain that, okay? Now, I was raised in a extremely and an extremely religious home. I was raised in a religious community and it was super hard for me growing up because I didn't enjoy it. It was one of those situations and dynamics that I was forced to go to church, that I was forced to have these religious beliefs and it did not align with me. Even as a child, I pushed back on this because it didn't feel good. I remember going to school and all the other kids went to a different church than I did. We grew up in a very small community outside of a small city, and it was just very clicky and micromanagey, and I felt extreme shame and guilt for going to a different church than my friends did. I honestly felt super disconnected, like I didn't fit in, and that led me to reject it even more. So I'm going to break down a little bit of religion and the way I see it. And you may see it completely differently and that's okay. I'm here to speak my truth and so that is what I shall do. Okay. So my belief on religion, let me go back. I'm going to go back to spirituality. Let's go back to Jesus Christ. Let's go to Jesus. Whether you believe in Christ, Jesus, whatever you believe his journey was, I believe that... Jesus is real. I believe in Jesus. 
Now, a common misconception is that <sighs> where to begin on this one? There's so much. Okay, let me get let me wrap my brain around this one because this is probably gonna blow your mind too. <laughs> All right, this is what I believe. I believe that Jesus came here to preach the word of God. And the word of God is love. I don't believe that Jesus came here to start a church. I don't believe that Jesus came here to start a religion. I can't find in the Bible anywhere that says that Jesus came here to start um, cults or religion or these groups. I don't believe, I don't see that anywhere. I, I see that Jesus came to preach love, compassion, and acceptance. That's what, that's my truth. That is my view. And then I believe that as Jesus shared his message, men, being as they are, men were in their super masculine, their doing, their structure, the men being as they are, they decided that they were going to create a place for people to congregate. There's nothing wrong with congregation. In fact, churches are one of the biggest businesses in the world because they have structured their business around congregation. Yes, a church is a business. Even if it's a nonprofit, it's a business, okay? Structuring these congregations and having people to come together and worship and share similar beliefs and support each other, that's how a church began. That's the beginning of the church. And then, and honestly, when, you, when I think about the Bible, it's not even the true word of God anymore because we have the King James Version. So in the beginning of religion, we had these different monarchs, these different figures that decided they knew better, that they wanted their people to believe something because it's what they believed. And so because of that, what the original Bible was, the original word of God, the original transcriptions were diluted, they were cut out, they were misplaced, they were just completely removed in some cases. And so the message that we now have in the Bible is not the first true message of God and Jesus and the prophets of old. It's not even what it is anymore because it was completely redone by these different figures. And so the King James Version is what King James himself believed to be true in regards to religion and that word for his people at that time. Do you follow? So <clears throat> what we know to be true now is not and may not necessarily be what the first original message of Jesus Christ was, which is love. And then it was turned into this religious struggle between faiths. Are they going to be, uh, you know, are they going to believe the Catholic? Are they going to believe the Anglo? Are they going to believe the Saxon? Like there's these different things and Anglo and Saxon are both um, long-standing um, patriarchs, like their their lineage, the Anglo-Saxon are two families, right? And so it's these two big, long generations of families <laughs> that came together and they decided how it was going to be. And so they started these different micro-churches and they wanted people to believe what they believed because they were very in their masculine, they're very into their doing. And it became war, like how many wars, countless wars there have been, bloodshed over religion, right? Religion is not the word of God. Religion is the doing, it is the practice and the teachings of man. Faith and spirituality 
that is rooted in something completely different than what is rooted into religion. Okay. And it's been a struggle for so many people for so many years because we're taught to be and do certain things, right? We learn from our parents, they learn from their parents, so on and so forth. So the beliefs that you have or don't have regarding religion, faith, spirituality, church, all of these things, what you believe now has been passed down to you and you either accepted it or you rejected it. And with me growing up, I started to reject it at a very young age because it didn't feel good. It didn't feel aligned with me. And I, I don't know why at that point in time at a very young age, I just went along with it because I had to. I went along with it because I was taught to. I went along with it because I got punished if I didn't get out of bed on time for Sunday morning to get ready for church. I got in trouble for that, right? And so that even that drove it even deeper for me with the rejection of what they believed. When it comes down to it, spirituality is the being that is the embodiment. You embody that spiritual nature. The religious aspect of it, that is the doing, that is the active day in and day out practice of doing what your religion teaches, right? So spirituality is feminine in nature. Religion is masculine in nature. Does this make sense? Do you follow? So we have this duality between the femininity and the masculinity. And this is something that took me a while to really grasp and understand because as society, we're taught that if you're feminine, you're weak. If you're masculine, you're strong. And you have to be one or the other. And it was a super huge struggle for me to really understand that as a female, as a woman, I don't have to be just feminine. I don't have to be all feminine energy. That I get to also embrace the masculine aspects of us right? And this is where misalignment comes in is when we are overly masculine or we're overly feminine. So the masculine's the doing, the go, 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 do, do, do. I said do, do. <laughs> and then the spirituality, the feminine, the be, the just simply being, right? That's the difference. We get to do both. So whether you, you resonate more as a masculine gender, a male gender, or a female gender, whatever you identify as. Even if you're a man, if you're a male listening to this podcast, you have feminine energy inside of you. It's there. I promise it's there. The compassion, the love, the grace, the being, the embodiment, the fun, the whimsical, it is there. Okay? <laughs> if you are experiencing self-identity conflict, if you're experiencing self-doubt, disbelief, if you're experiencing overwhelm, that means you are simply unaligned with your energy of being and doing. That means you're unaligned, you're misaligned with your feminine and your masculine energy. There is room for both. And as I started on my journey of finding work-life balance and it's funny because I was having a conversation with one of my private clients just yesterday about the struggle that I experienced the first year that I dropped out of corporate. I was a fucking mess. Like, honestly, like I was 
a wreck. My life was so different than it was now. Everything was a big deal. Everything was a chaos. I was in constant turmoil within myself. I was, I was absolutely a completely different version of myself at that time. And it was because I was so stuck in the doing, the hustle mentality, the go, I got to be productive. All of these stories that I was telling myself because it was what I was seeing others do. It's what I was told I had to do. It's what I believed was possible for me. I didn't know anything different. However, when I was showing up, I was doing the best that I could with what I had because I believed it was the best thing at that moment. And that's all we ever do. Every decision that we make, we believe it's the best decision at the time that we at the time that we make it because we honestly believe that it's the best decision. Okay? Period. And so, we sometimes get into these conflicts between ourselves and what we believe to be true because we're misaligned with our energy. And in the beginning, I was choosing to either be human or I was choosing to be energy. I was choosing to be a human doing or I was choosing to be a human being. Okay. And the real magic came when I decided to simply understand that I get to be both. I get to be, do, and have it all. I don't have to pick and choose. I don't have to pick if I'm going to be masculine today and do my to-do list. I don't have to pick that. I don't have to pick whether I'm going to be in the present moment and be in energy and just simply be. I don't have to pick and choose. I get to do both. Because when it comes down to it, it's who you be in the process of the doing. That's when the real magic came in. That's where the magic comes in. That's where... Your eyes are just going to completely open. The veil is going to lift and you're going to absolutely experience the magic in life. So when it comes to the spirituality, the religion, the being, the doing, they're all connected, right? And as we go on this journey, we become more spiritually connected to nature, to source, to energy, to being, to embodiment of the different aspects that is the magic that happens through healing because it simply is just all connected. That's what comes to be. That is the path. That is the journey. I can't find any any person that has gone on a self-healing journey that has not found their true spirituality, that has not found their beliefs and what they know to be true. I, I, I just, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And... <clears throat> I've, I've learned to find more compassion through religion because I had rejected it so much. I just, I regurgitated it because it did not feel good to me. And so now where I am, I get to see religion and church for more compassion because it, it gives people meaning, right? When you have something to believe, to hold on to, to guide you, it gives you meaning in this human existence. And bringing it back to spirituality and creation, universe, this is what I believe to be true. I believe that we have universal source energy. That is the patriarch. That is the top, the pinnacle, the peak, universal source energy. And then from that universal source energy, the first God was born. They were created from that source. So God was created in the image of universal source energy 
thus being connected to unlimited sources of power. And then God, as an infinite being, as an infinite source energy piece in the puzzle, God created universes that created worlds and planets and everything that we know that we see. And then once that foundation was created, we had a place of existence. Then we brought in the beings, the humans, the, the aspects that we know to be true, the animals, the, the trees, the creation, the life, right? All of that is part of universal source energy. It's all connected. And science has actually proven that human consciousness is connected. Wavelengths are connected. Energy is connected. Source is connected. Matter, it's, it's all connected, right? We have scientific proof of this. So if we have the universal source energy that created and spawned a god, and then that god then created other worlds and universes and people, and beings to live amongst these different worlds and universes. And then one of those beings is, is Jesus, the son of God. And we chose as these spiritual energetic beings to live a human existence, to have a body, to have senses of touch, taste, seeing all of these different things that we get to experience in this human life, in this existence. And then creation came with people, the birth cycle that we see, lineage that we have here, you know, starting with Adam and Eve, uh, you know, they are being created in his image that God created them, that companionship was born family was born and this human existence and experience that we get to have. I believe that we are spiritual beings, that we are energy created from source, living the life of a human. Okay. We have energy within us and we have body within us. Our body is created from matter, which is created from energy. This may be blowing your mind because even just going through this again, <laughs> It's blowing my mind again all over, all over again. And my mind is getting ballooned. Okay. Um, so we, we have this point where our energy, our spirit comes into our body upon birth. And then we start the conditioning. Then we start the learning of what our parents are teaching us, what we're observing around us in our environment. We start absorbing information because Human, the human body is built to be a gigantic computer. And this is when we get really stuck into our doing, our human doing. We, we get stuck into the doing because we are forcing ourselves to believe things. We're picking up on these um, habit cues, gratification cues, delayed gratification. We're being conditioned from birth, right? And whenever we don't have a guide to help us be more spiritual, to embrace our energetic being, whenever we have that in absence, we go more into our masculine. We go into our more into our, our doing, right? More into our humanness. And 
we can live like that for years and unlimited amounts of time if if i'm being completely honest until we have an awakening we have an awakening and usually that awakening occurs when you go on your self-healing journey and if you don't already know what a self-healing journey is that means you are committing to yourself to your journey to the process of uncovering all of these traumas that are rooted in your life past generations past lifetimes all that we are experiencing that is weighing on us that is causing us to feel like less to feel worthless that we are completely flipping the script on everything that we know to be true that's rooted in lack and then we're choosing to actively heal it to reframe it for abundance and to love ourselves and others unconditionally that is the self-healing journey in a nutshell okay whenever we go on this self-healing journey we are then going on a simultaneous awakening we are awakening that spirituality the being the femininity within us that has been usually suppressed for years because we're taught that we gotta hustle that we gotta go we gotta do we gotta work we gotta provide we gotta we gotta show up we gotta get good grades all of these things all these expectations that's from the human doingness from the masculine energy right and as you go on this journey you're awaking more of your spiritual beliefs you're finding out your 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 heart energy, your gut, your intuition, your purpose, your who you are. You're discovering excitement and joy all over again. You are learning to live a life as a human being and a human doing. You're living in flow, the excitement, the energy, the infinite love and possibilities that are available to you. That's the magic that happens when you embody both the doing and the being. Whenever you're having that compassion for the feminine, that you are embracing the masculine whenever it's appropriate. Because there's space and room for both, no matter if you're identifying as a woman, no matter if you're identifying as a man, there is space and room for both. And if you look at the like a, a chart or an outline of the human body, like a, let's go textbook old school here, the very old school human body outline, the very basic, no eyes, no um, anatomy, you just have the outline of a figure. And if you were to uh, draw a line down the center, that's called the meridian. And every, every human being has this, everybody, every being has the meridian. So it's called your governing meridian. And so science has proven that there is an energetic line down the entire being of you. That's your governing meridian. That's your center point. And then on one side, you have your masculine. On the other side, you have your feminine. So, oopsie, I dropped my pen. On the right side, you have your masculine being. On the left side, you have your feminine being, right? We have both of these aspects within us. And whenever we are in more one side than the other you're going to feel off balance you're going to have moments that you're getting more triggered you are feeling more anxiousness you're feeling more uncertainty more doubt more scarcity because you're off off balance in these you're misaligned right we get to bring it back full center when we learn the point where energy meets strategy and whenever you really master this art of energy plus mastery you get results you get to move the needle forward in a huge way it's magic i'm telling you the magic is absolutely there 
And if this is something that you're super curious about, I have a program coming out next month. It's called CEO Your Life, where we're actually meeting the energy of the doing, the being. You're going to learn how to master the energetics of the masculine and the femininity that we're able to have an even flow between roles in this one-week hypermind. But we're coming together. We're getting hyper-focused on this one specific area. It's a seven-day experience. You're going to learn all the juiciness so that you're able to have balance within yourself, balance within your life, that you're able to have a foundation for your self-healing journey and feel more free, more flow, more love, more light, and just have more fun in life. If you're interested in that, I do have a link here. You can click to learn more information or go ahead and get signed up. We are just so excited. Like I am beyond excited to offer this because it has completely revolutionized the way that I show up and how I show up, what I do, all that I am. And the clients that I've taught this to, their life has just completely transformed. So click the link if you want more information. I love this topic. I'm so excited to share more on it. And I I know that as you embrace the being, as you embrace the doing, as you accept your humanness, as you accept your energy point, as you go on this journey, you're going to feel so much more amazing. You're going to feel so better. So better. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel more better. Y'all hooked on phonics did not work for me, okay? Let's just call it what it is. I don't always get it right. If you're super into English and how things are supposed to be, I'm sorry, this may not be the place for you. So I sometimes get so wrapped up in what I'm doing, I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes. <laughs> so I'm here for it. I love you. I see you. I believe in you. You are amazing. And I absolutely know that you're going to figure it out. This has been another episode by MetaHealing.me. I am your podcast host, Rachel Hunter, and I'm so grateful that you're able to hang out with us today, that you came back again and again. I'm so I'm so grateful for you and your presence, and I'm grateful to be able to share this message with you. And if you are a business professional looking for work-life balance, inner peace, or support on your self-healing journey, visit our sister site, peacecollective.me, that you can get a free ultimate starter guide that will help you on your journey and where you are right now. I will talk to you next week.